2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Radio.
0: All right, let's thank do you. this. Thank you, thank you, getting, getting closer hyped. to the weekend. In fact, I'm starting it tonight. I can't mm. wait. We're getting hyped. Holidays. I had my first cocktail, fruit, Cavino, and Rich broadcasting live. So hype, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An no unmatched selection, fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You I'm Covino, that is Riff. Set it, buddy boy. At Covino on Spotty's here. Hi. Ramos. Hola. Danny G. Yay, yay. Damn buyer.
1: Him and I are at odds today. He's got a Seahawk shirt on. I got my I got my Niners hoodie. Yo, let's go, Dan Buyer. Let's go. You saved it for air, huh? I noticed
3: that baby when I walked in today. It was like a bullseye, crosshairs, <laughs> and that SF.
1: Oh yeah, I got I got this shirt for a really great deal, hundred bucks. <laughs> what a ripoff! You ever go to the stadium or like the team store and you're like, oh, reasonable, a sweatshirt, hundred bucks. Yeah, the, everything's cheap at stadiums nowadays. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, perfect.
1: Parking, beer.
3: Did they add the, like, bought at Levi Stadium stamp on it? Because that's an extra 20 bucks as well I, if you want to throw it on there.
1: You would think, right? I, I did not get that. But, hey, Dan, good luck tonight. Seahawks looking like a wild card team. I mean, hoping to catch the 49ers. But the 49ers in a weird spot, and we're going to get to that in just a little bit. Because if they win tonight, they're sort of locked in a position, Cavino where they really can't move up or down. So what the hell do you do for the rest of the season?
0: Interesting. Yeah. We'll speculate and take your phone calls too. 87799 on Fox. Again, I guess I'm representing uh, John Cougar today then. With your denim jacket. With my denim jacket. Who are you rooting for? (laughs) I'm rooting for uh, John Cougar Melanquin. The return of denim? (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm wearing denim today. Brittany and
1: Justin in the 2000s? Yeah, I guess so. I should have worn
0: my uh, football jersey. Anyway, thank you guys for being here on Fox Sports Radio. Again, Danny G on the phones. Ramos on the ones and twos. Spotty's putting up videos at Cavino and Rich. Pretty cool day for us personally. You heard the guy, the announcer, say that we've been friends for over 20 years. We've been a show. Cavino and Rich. For 18 years today. Yeah, look at that. that? Our first show, December 15th, 04, at Sirius XM. So personally, it's like, wow, what? I personally can't even believe that we've been doing a show together for 18 years. You know, on Fox Sports Radio for about a year plus when you count our weekend time here, right? But 18 years together, and we thank you guys for all your support and appreciate you guys hanging out with us, putting up with us for this long. And the roller coaster. That it's been for the past 18 years. Well, 04,
1: 05, around the time we started. On this day, 18 years ago, we were getting ready to go cover our first Super Bowl, which was in Jacksonville, Florida. I'll never forget it. And I remember two great stories out of that. I mean, a lot of great stories out of that trip. One was, Covino reaped the benefits of looking like someone's ex-boyfriend.
0: Yeah. That is
1: true. Danny G, this is a wild story. We're at a party, Super Bowl, 04-05. Now, this is the year that Donovan McNabb and T.O. remember they lost uh they just ran out of gas versus Tom Brady. That's where Donovan threw up on yeah. the field. <laughs> yeah, that, that season. That was the Super Bowl, Jacksonville, Florida. I remember the Applebee's. Or was it a TGI Fridays? Whatever the, the chain restaurant was, they're like,
0: "Hey guys, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. This place turns into a nightclub at 10 p.m." It was an Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, that's how they partied in Jacksonville. Yeah, oh, I remember the adult entertainment at a place called Solid Gold too. I remember that. You place. need a wristband now. Yeah, oh, um, well. but I, you know, back to the original story. I did reap the benefits, and I'm not here to brag about it. It was in the early 2000s. Oh, it's just it's like I was right a place, man, right place at the right time. Right time. And Rich and I walked into a party. See, what a lot of people don't know and they should figure out and realize before it's too late is that when you go to a Super Bowl, it's not just about the game. It's all the events leading up to it. All the parties. You know, Everyone's in from out of town. I urge anyone to... Beautiful women. I urge anyone to, if you have the opportunity,
1: even if you don't go to the game. Like Arizona this year. A Super Bowl city. A Major League Baseball all-star city. NBA All-Star Weekend. These things are designed for fun. Parties, events, fan fest. It really is. I want you guys to know we, we did 15
0: of them. Jeez. 15 Super Bowls, right? Broadcasting, Radio Row, going to all the events. We're like those old ladies Tom Brady made a movie about. <laughs> yeah, and we're back again this year in Arizona representing Fox Sports Radio. So super pumped to bring that fun to you. But this was our very first one. Again. 18 years ago and around it, this time. I, and I, we walk into this really swanky Maxim type of Super Bowl party. And lo and behold, Maxim, remember magazines, everybody? You guys remember <laughs> magazines, right? Rolling Stone. Remember those? All the New stuff? England Patriots dancers and cheerleaders were there. And they're pointing at me and Rich like we're somebodies. And we're like, what is going on? We looked over our shoulder. We're like, oh. Uh-huh why are all these girls clamoring around us? And they were like one more beautiful than the next. All I remember is feeling way cooler
1: than we really were. Without a doubt. And one... We were like, maybe because we're, you know, radio you know, who superstars. Knows? Who knows? We anyway, had no idea what was going on. It's more of a funny story of a girl walking up to Cavino, looking like she was sort of in tears. And her yeah, girlfriend... Tears of
0: joy when she saw me.
1: One of her girlfriends goes, yeah... She's trying to get over her boyfriend who dumped her and her ex looks just like your friend. <laughs> and I was like, Covino? She goes, yeah. This girl just practically jumps on Covino and starts like kissing him. And she's <laughs> like, and just purely because he looked like the cheerleader's ex-boyfriend. And Covino's like, Whoa! <laughs> what do I do? I remember going to a hotel, that's all I'll say, and sitting in the lobby. For what? Six minutes? No. <laughs> wait, wait! Well, I
0: I was teaching the cheerleaders some cool uh, choreograph moves. Choreograph moves to help motivate the team is what I was doing. Yeah. And I just remember being like,
1: "This lucky duck, yeah. this lucky
0: son of a gun, totally just- reaped the benefits of looking like some other guy who this girl was all about." And to be honest, you know, I, you know, looking back, I feel like she was a little aggressive with me. She used you. Yeah. To be honest, I feel a little used. But either way, it was a a fun memory. But the point here... Didn't she ask if she could call you her ex's name? I didn't (laughs) mind. At the time, I didn't mind. Um, I'm going to call you Esteban. Yeah, it was all a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) It was all a big surprise. You know, looking back, it's still wild. But I will tell you this. I think the moral of the story is not about my escapades from the early 2000s. It's about getting to that city that hosts the Super Bowl. Because it's not just about the game. Let me tell you, I didn't even go to that game that year. It was all the events leading up to it. That's yeah. part of the fun. And why do we tell you these stories on a Throwback Thursday? Because today is our 18th anniversary of being a show together, yeah. Covino and Riff. Sort of fun. And, and, uh, and you know what? I'm loving where the journey's going. This you might know? be our best stop along exactly.
1: the way. Exactly. Um, but le- another lesson to be learned, not just uh, like you said, your escapades in the early 2000s. I think if you do have a chance, the parties—yeah, that's a good part too. But even if you got kids, the fan fest they put together Amazing. for MLB, NFL—amazing! Like, bring your kid. Yeah, you you might have to pay twenty bucks to get in, but you could kick field goals. You know, throw footballs through tires.
0: Baseball—they do the players, whole. Yeah, Hall of Famers. It really is. Everyone's in town, and you know when we started to experience this, thanks to our radio career. I would think, man, why didn't my parents ever
1: take me to anything <laughs> like this? Well, it's never in New York, and your parents weren't going to travel, but if it's in your hometown... You gotta go. Take advantage. Yeah. Take take your, take you your kids go. to the fan fest. Try to uh, get a babysitter. Try to find your way into one of these hot parties. Danny G, it's I don't know if you've been to some of these things. They're great.
4: The fan fest in Los Angeles last year was so good. T.J. Watt sitting there signing autographs. All the kids running around at all the different displays and interactive events there. Yeah, definitely take your kids there.
1: Super Bowl week, NBA All Star weekend, and I'll say one last time, like MLB All Star break. Great stuff for kids, great stuff for adults. Don't sleep on it. If it's in your hometown, investigate.
0: That's the moral of the story. absolutely right. And uh, we're going to talk about Purdy tonight. We got some old school WWF stuff to talk about today on a throwback Thursday. But before we dive into all this and more, tell us about your day, buddy boy. Yeah, this morning, uh, it was my daughter's
1: kindergarten Christmas performance. Oh. And <laughs> yo, it is. It's honestly, it's funny watching all these kids because I think at a young age you could tell who the duds are. Yeah, and who the or who has dud parents,
0: attention seekers are. Some kids are just bigger hams than others, right? And it, other kids they also mature faster than others. Yeah, some some kids, kids are picking their nose. Some kids, like they have no clue what's going on. Other kids are way into it. Some kids are apathetic,
1: like I don't want to be here you could tell, they're not even fa- they're not even lip syncing. They're not even like la- they're just standing there like I got a stupid Santa hat on. I'm in third grade. <laughs> right. Like right. they are like not feeling it. And then there's other people that I'm like, all right, Broadway star, slow down with your choreography. Right. It's very <laughs> funny how you could tell right away. And Danny, you said you were you went to uh, your kids' event.
4: Yeah, our 12-year-old Chloe, she sang in choir last night for their winter performance. And before the show started, she warned us the day before. She said that she had some points taken away by the teacher, the choir teacher in class, because the teacher accused her of lip syncing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so, uh, You know what, when you think about it, though, you should You should tell her, hey, Mariah Carey did it at the Thanksgiving Day
4: Parade. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's yeah. like, well, the kids next to me are singing. So, yeah, half the time she was just moving her lips but not actually projecting any vocals.
1: I mean, and, and truthfully... Not all the kids know how to sing. So maybe Chloe's sitting it out because she's like, yo, this is not my range. <laughs> maybe, maybe some of the kids are like, yeah, I don't feel like singing because it's not my thing. Yeah,
0: you know, that's when you figure it out at this yeah. age. So Rich did that today. You yeah. went to both performances, man. You're hardcore. And I think the, the lesson learned here is so many times in life, especially as a parent, You may have put work first, right? Like, oh, man, I can't take off to see the kids sing his little Christmas thing. Sometimes it's best to just take off and take in those memories. You know, I always was a guy that put work first. Luckily, my career was pretty flexible where I really didn't miss much. I don't have any or many regrets when it comes to that. But there were times in my life where I was like, man, do I like there's one story that comes to mind, right? Rich, you remember this one. We were working at ESPN, and Rich was able to get me tickets to see Billie Eilish, and my daughter loves Billie Eilish, even still, but this is when she was as hot as could be. Billie Eilish, biggest thing going. I had tickets to see her at a really small venue, the Troubadour in Los Angeles, but I was doing a TV show on ESPN, and I worked real hard to get to that point. I put a lot of pressure on myself to bring it on ESPN. And Rich was like, you know what, dude? Your kid's little once. F this show and take your kid to that show. And I got to be honest, I was so torn. I was so torn because I didn't want to miss a TV show. How many people get that opportunity, right? I didn't take it for granted, but my kid's only little once. And I'll tell you what, looking back, I absolutely, even though I was so reluctant and hesitant to do this, without a shadow of a doubt, did the right thing by... Taking that night off, leaving the offices with approval, of course, but taking my kid last second to see Billie Eilish. Because till this day, she remembers that. Till this moment, day. That moment is, is more important than, than anything else, than the stupid show I would have done that night and putting work ahead of your family. So Rich had the day off earlier today. To be there for yeah. his kid.
1: I urged you. I remember yeah. being like, yo, you're going to this Billy Eilish thing with your kid. I'll do the show by myself. Honestly, I, I can handle it. If go, your kid's go. got
0: some silly Christmas performance, you gotta and try you have, your best. I mean, you, uh, I know it's not easy for everybody, but you, I, gotta, you yeah. gotta try your best. If you have some stupid
1: Zoom call with Johnson at the office, All right. you can postpone that to go see your kids' thing. So, this is the uh, heartfelt version uh, portion of Kavin on Rich today, where we tell you yeah. it's the holiday season. Put your kids first, they're only young once. Maybe I'm emotional coming off of the kindergarten performance, but I'll tell you. Imagine if you would have missed that for something silly. You know what I mean? I know not everyone everyone has a flexible schedule, but if you do, and I know know post-COVID, everyone seems a lot more flexible than ever before, like, yeah, not making it.
0: So you should always be there for your kids, right? Well, post-COVID, post-pandemic, one lesson that I learned, and I'll share with you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, is... You know, work hard. I I do. I work hard and I cherish my job. I'm very fortunate. feel very blessed to be here on Fox Sports Radio. But I did learn through the pandemic that a lot of places treat you like you're just a number. And you're going to put that place first over your kid's little Hanukkah holiday Christmas performance? I don't know. Rethink it. Are you glad you went, Rich? A lot of Hanukkah songs at the thing. So there must
1: be... uh a good uh, majority of Jewish people. I mean, next yes. in my neighborhood because each grade sang a couple Christmas songs and a Hanukkah song. And when, when they ran out of Hanukkah songs, they just changed the words to other songs. And it made Hanukkah words <laughs> right. about like latkes and stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Any other observations from the uh, uh, just, Christmas performance you know, today? When you like uh, From the parent perspective, when you're a kid, you think those are the biggest things in the world. And as an adult, you're like, oh, look at this. You're just singing a couple songs in, a, uh, in the gymnasium.
0: Yeah, but you get nervous for them because you're their parent. Yeah. yeah, so it is the biggest thing.
1: So anyway, that was our day today. Happy it, to share that with you, Fox Sports does, Radio. Uh, every parent does the same thing. They try to make eye contact with their kids so they know you're there. Like, hey, Emmy, Dad's here. Okay, I'm here. You see me? All right, cool. Love you. You don't know want your When your kid's looking around, you're like, I hope they know I'm here. Did you guys have the thing? like For, for me and my
2: kids, it's usually like when you get there, it's really packed. And then as each grade goes... Yeah, take off. Uh, my So wife... by the time we get to my kid, it's like five people in there. <laughs>
1: Bro,
0: Ramos, Ramos.
1: <laughs> kindergarten went last. Now you could say that's an advantage, but I had to sit through like five performances of little nose pickers I don't even care about. But they're like, and kindergarten will go last. I'm like, all right, my daughter's the main event. But as each grade went, you're right, parents were leaving. And my wife was not being aggressive enough. I'm like, move up.
5: Move up. That's She's right. Like, move up. She's like, fine
1: here. I'm like, by the end of this, I want to I want to sit
5: courtside. I'm,
1: yeah. I'm sitting front row. This is my daughter's performance.
4: How I'm about like, the, the show-offs who bring big bouquets of flowers for their kid who you know, just the, performed?
1: Danny G,
5: there was I a think, guy. Yeah, I thought you had to do
0: that. No, Danny, can we know with the guy? I guess I'm the show-off. Danny, <laughs> I okay, saw we... people
1: with flowers, and I also saw someone with a sign that was like, Like, go, Connor. And I'm like, you don't need a sign. He's not Mike Trout. He's not LeBron. Sounds like you didn't try hard enough. You didn't bring flowers for your kids' performance?
0: Not even like a Christmas candy cane or nothing? Now now you make me feel like, uh, you know. Wow. Well, anyway. But I was there. That was our (laughs) afternoon, and we're sharing it with you because it's the holiday season. I'm sure you're going through the same things. It's the holiday, And what makes today even great is not only, you know, are you doing your last minute shopping and decorating and Christmas shows with the kids. You got your Thursday night football, so you get to put your feet up tonight, get to have a nice little sip of Grandpa's cough syrup, some eggnog, a nice old-fashioned, whatever a a cerveza. I'm glad you said that, that because I want to talk
1: about the game tonight, because when your team's playing on Thursday night, oh, what a nice little midweek bonus,
0: right? Dude, I can't wait for tonight's game. You said bonus, right? Yeah. Okay, just Yeah, he said bonus.
5: (laughs) But he is excited. (laughs) He is really excited about
0: this game, though. Midweek bonus. Because his team could clinch it all. And we'll get to that, but uh, you
1: said eggnog. Oh. I'm, we're ADD all over the place so a couple Focus. things we're going to get to Purdy Thursday Night Football and what that means for uh, the NFC West and the NFC
0: but does anyone really like
1: eggnog? yes yeah. my Th- mom what?
0: I love it and Ramos Ra- it's fantastic Danny G, you guys are- really? yeah I it's like inc- it too it's incredible wait hold on you do two spot? I love it Oh, so we're outnumbered Rich I thought like it I think, was for old people I think before Not- the
1: holidays I think we need to have some eggnog here in the studio because want to know a fun fact? I've never tried it because I think it looks weird Are you serious? Never tried eggs. It's like a pancake batter. Yeah. Are you supposed to mix it with booze or regular or what? You mix
6: it with like a little amaretto, maybe a little Kahlua. Want
1: to do some holiday cocktails next
0: week? Let's do it. Put it over ice. I'll try it it for the first time. Maybe a little dash of nutmeg. If you're bringing in amaretto, I saw something on TikTok that I'd also like to try out. I heard if you mix amaretto with Corona, it tastes like Dr. Pepper. That just sounds gross. Yeah, hey, hey, like that
1: sounds like a college
0: kid movie. Let's do? just do it. we bring in Hey, listen, we're live from the
1: Tyrac.com studio. Cavino and Rich, uh, Eggnog, Brock Purdy, everything going on in the world of the NFL, some baseball offseason stuff, all coming up right here on
2: Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: Nutrafol.com, spelled N U T R A F O L, promo code C R Show. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code C R Show.
0: Ooh. We're throwing it back on a Thursday. I love Is this, it. what, 1984? Ooh. Is this Band Aid, right? Am I right about that? Anyway, happy holidays. Covino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio, CNR on FSR. We're going to throw it back, talk some old school wrestling. Old school when 50 hits in life and on the clock today. I'm Cavino that is rich.
1: <laughs> so, Jason Stewart, super producer of The Dog Man Dave show. What's super up, Jason? Super
5: producer. Super. No, no, I'm I'm right below Danny G. Danny <laughs> <laughs> G's super producer. I'm whatever second. You're
1: an amateur producer? <laughs> yes. But you do have a cape on. That's very that's true. Only a cape. Um, What I love about this song, and I know you have a theory on this, Bono's line of, tonight, thank God it's
5: them instead of you, insinuating, thank God they're hungry and poor and we're not. And he hated that. So for 25 years or whatever, he would do interviews and he'd say, I really regret doing that because it became so popular. And then they did a redo like 18 months or two years ago. They did a redo. We're going to have all the people back and we're going to redo the song. And he had different lyrics. That are just so lame. But the problem is nobody heard this one. So his correction was never like made because it never like made it big. It didn't catch on. Yeah. But when you think
0: about it, it's the most (laughs) like ridiculous line ever. It's a song about hunger. Right. And he really leans into it. Oh yeah. Cause tonight. Oh no. And tonight. And tonight. Thank God it's them. Instead of you. Instead of you. Yeah, I mean, that's Man, just so ridiculous that God it was ever even written, and hungry. then someone approved it, and they're like, yeah, they gave him the thumbs <laughs> up, like, yeah, that's the one. But, you know, aside from that line, I do love the
5: song. I mean, everything except for that line is awesome. To me, it, like, stands up. It's an edgy tune. It's got a great beat to it. I, I listen to it when it's not Christmas time, but my, my quick story is this. Yeah. I used to have a debate with my buddy uh, who does the best performance in, in the first couple of verses of the song. My vote is Boy George. I think he kills the song. I think he stands out. He takes over the song. Okay. My buddy's uh, opinion is that George Michael is better, which is hard to disagree with. So I took it to Twitter one day. Yeah. And I said, at Boy George is the best performance on this song. My buddy thinks that it's George Michael, but it's Boy George. Boy George, um, he, uh, what do you call it? Unfollowed me. Or no no, block me. He blocked me. He blocked, he you. blocked you. me on Twitter. <laughs> That's aggressive. I'm blocked on Twitter by Boy George for complimenting him is in that the song. A true story. Very I true. Th- I can what? show you my Twitter right now, it'll say Boy George I'd blocked be you. So insulted if I were you. Cavino yeah. Rich is
0: the greatest show I've ever heard. Block. Wait I, block it. It. I don't even get that. You know wow. what? I, let me let me sit on that and think about this and let me give you another story about that song. Rich was like last year years old. Rich was last year, years old, when he realized they were saying, feed the world at the end. It's true. Feed the world. Yeah. Let I thought, them know it's Christmas. Rich thought up until like a year ago, they it's were true. just going, what, what did you think they were doing? I thought they were saying, freedom. Ugh. Freedom oh wow 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 freedom Whoa. I love it I got to say Jason I agree with you actually about the boy George line you That's know great. boy George really owns that song I appreciate his part in the song, and when it comes to "We Are the World," I always appreciate it Steve Perry and and that's true. Huey Lewis really yeah. brought it. Will, Willie Nelson ruined it. Right?
5: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, As
0: God has, has God has shown us.
5: Here we oh, he is. Oh yeah, him mm. at his peak right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah uh, oh, and he, blo- he blocked you for giving him the love. Goosebumps. <laughs>
5: I still gives me goosebumps, his performance. Man. Yes. And he blocked me. Thanks, <laughs> boy George. That boy sucks. George, man.
0: Well, there you go. That's Band-aid. the story behind the story. Band Aid, nineteen
5: eighty four. Thanks for having Feed me, guys. the world. Hey. Are you kidding me? Hey. Anytime, Anytime, buddy.
0: Happy holidays to Happy holidays to
5: Show Jason Stewart. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. I look forward to getting your gifts. I don't know when are you guys going to give us your gifts? Like <laughs> oh, a week from um, now? Yes, that's okay, about cool. right. Okay, that, cool. That's about right. Great. Really? You know, I I say that I'm an easy guy to please. Yeah. As long as long as it's expensive. So <laughs> perfect. I just give you Christmas spend a lot hugs. Of my, yeah. No, no hugs, yeah. and I bring it in real low. <laughs> oh,
0: <shit. laughs> Bring it in low, man. Let's mash some helmets. It's Fox Sports Radio. And he asks you to cough. Leave. It's really weird. Leave now. That's that's just what I do. I mean, this is my way of saying I love you. Savior. Happy uh, holidays. Jason Stewart, everybody, you, from Jason. the Doug Gottlieb Show. That's a great and you song. you know what? It's amazing, Rich, because of all the things we've debated throughout the years, I don't think we ever debated, like, who really owned that part of the song. I do agree with Jason. I respect his opinion on that. Boy George is really underrated as a singer, and he's a unique guy. I mean, he doesn't like compliments, clearly. But I'm going to listen back tonight and see, you know, once and for all, who who does have the best you part. You know what's an interesting thought? They try to do these things again. They try to redo
1: that they tried to do a modern version of like we are the world for a, a fundraiser was the 80s just a magical time where yes. that cheese was accepted yeah. Where now if you got like drake lady gaga it's like if Bieber, some other team tried know, to do
0: the super bowl shuffle it just wouldn't be the same i mean but then again the eagles christmas record is fantastic it, it
1: is great no <laughs> that the is Eagle, great not like glenn fry the eagles rest in peace when we're <laughs> talking like the, the Philadelphia Eagles have Christmas
0: music. They do. They do. But uh, the funniest part about that song, though, really is Bono leaning into it. Bono, the righteous Bono, who's like the ultimate do-gooder and activist. And he leans in and says, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. To me, that's just so hilarious. Yeah.
1: I mean- I think the next lyric they deleted was he was going to say, I have food. Nanny, nanny, poof, poof. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I, no, that's terrible, right? I mean, anyway, hey, good classic Christmas song.
0: Thank you, Ramos. And uh, Eggnog, could, could we wrap this up? Are we trying this next week? Eggnog, let's do it. I mean, Mike came in here. You know Mike that runs this place. Yeah. He was like, Boom. I agree with you guys, Cavino and Rich. Eggnog, I don't like it. It does. It, like, it, uh, it looks like you're eating pancake batter. I'm not, I love pancakes. Pancake batter? Bithquick. I love Bisquick. It's not that no. thick. Bisquick. <laughs> that Bisquick. It's not that thick. It's not that thick. No. Uh, but well, I don't know. I always associate it with. I like, know you're used to hearing that. Growing it's not up. Not that thick. And you see your mom. <laughs> like my. I, I think of my mom growing up, and like she would be drinking V8s, you know, when she was on her health kicks, and V8 tab on a Throwback Thursday, and eggnog around the holidays, and she still drinks this. But is blech, the key to eggnog. I'll knot. try it. I'll
1: try it. Spot, give us the recipe that we're going to try next week with the whole crew, I, I because mean, I feel like I feel like we need to have a little eggnog recipes. Is this, you know just, the, you the just, name. You, take,
6: you pour you pour some eggnog in a glass over ice, and then you just add your favorite alcohol. Like amaretto works, is Kahlua works, uh, bourbon's really good with it. I, really? like, you know, uh, I love
1: I love, uh, I love a coffee with like Bailey's or something. Is that there, is there, like, not
6: Bailey's? A little too much.
1: Well, would be. I, too, you th- need yeah.
6: something with a contrast because it is a little bit sweet. But the key to eggnog is you can't buy that stuff that's in a carton that you get at the – Oh, like, really? You got to make she, it? Yeah. No, you don't have to make it. You have to get it – The glass, glass jar? More of the higher end eggnog, like in a glass jar. Maybe
0: your state has a dairy. <laughs> oh, okay. or like there's a there's just a higher quality right, eggnog. Fair enough. You know what? Next week, we'll try it. How about that? How about that? Over ice,
6: it's not a stick. The ice kind of thins it out a little bit. The alcohol thins it out a little bit. It's a really good
0: drink. Okay. Man, what a tease. That's Sweet, though. Sick. Compelling radio. Next week, everybody, the eggnog t- uh, but tasting. But think about it. Here's why you bring it up yeah. right now. It's Thursday night. I like to start the weekend early. When you got a game on, like tonight, you're going to have a drink. I know I am. I t- I'm telling you, I can't wait. I'm going to have myself an old-fashioned, maybe a nice cerveza, uh, something tonight. While mm. I'm watching this game, and I'll be rooting. Mm. Actually, you know what? Eggnog. I'm just rooting for a good game. I like Geno Smith. I like Seattle. I like Dan Byer. 49ers, it's not like a must win for these guys right now. They got a, a great team. It's not a team. must win for Seattle Purdy's either. He's hurt, right? So, no, I know, but they're the underdogs here, I think. So, I like rooting for the underdog. I'm just rooting for a great game to watch. Got a lot of sexy names. You got two good teams. And I know Rich is super pumped about it. Well, you know, it's uh, the 49ers, I believe, are wearing their
1: all white throwbacks that everyone loves. Those 94, mm-hmm. 95 when they won the Super Bowl with Steve Young with the shadow behind the, the numbers. Yeah. So they'll be rocking those tonight in Seattle. Listen, Brock Purdy playing in Seattle is a lot different than two home games.
0: Yeah. And it's going just like we thought, you know, we thought it'd be like a game time sort of decision but he's playing he's not going to let the oblique stop the momentum and ruin his opportunity here so he's going to play he's probably a little hurt probably a little sore a little banged up but Purdy is back well let's talk to Dan Byer about tonight and what
1: else is going on in the world of sports. Hey, Dan. Guys, uh, we have to review the tape. Who laughed when
3: Cavino uh, said, and I like Dan Byer, there was a there was an <laughs> under-the-breath giggle. Oh, that was, you know, me. Uh, it was at spot. A, <laughs> the spot. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure where it came from, but uh, if we check the tape, uh, you can hear it. Seahawks not going all Navy. They're going Navy Tops gray bottoms Ooh. tonight. Oh, look so, at that. Yeah, which is actually one of my least favorite combinations that they put together. I'm a fan of of the all navy but uh, uh they aren't just gonna dress in their uniforms they're gonna play tonight eight fifteen eastern time warriors would say was that it was a shoulder subluxation that he suffered last night in that loss to the pacers it's his left shoulder non-shooting shoulder they didn't give a timetable but the athletics saying that steph curry expected to be re-evaluated in two weeks fellas back to you hey thank
0: you dan buyer and i'll be rooting for your Seahawks tonight. How Look, dare high. you? <laughs> no, well, you know what? I am. I, I, I like them. I think they're a good team. If um, 49ers win, so be it. Here's the question, though, guys, right? As we get ready for our Thursday night football, live from the tyrac.com studios. Tyric. And stick around because we're going to talk some old school wrestling in about hmm. 12 minutes. Old school when 50 hits. We saw the clip last week. We saw the magical story, the purred sanity. That ensued, right? We saw his family in the stands. He's a Brock star. He is a Brock star. Purdy time excellent. We saw his dad well up and cry when he threw his first touchdown pick. Like, like he's puss in boots. And you can't help, especially if you're a parent, right? You can't help but look at the TV. You point, you nod your head, and you say, that's what it's all about, man. That was beautiful. That was a wonderful moment. Probably. Look at his dad. His dad, you know, this big beefcake of a guy in tears in the stands watching his little baby boy. You guys are probably the same age. Beating the goat. Yeah, probably. I mean, but this guy had sausage fingers. He's wiping the tears away, you know. And, well,
1: think of how you would feel. I'm talking about getting emotional at my daughter's kindergarten Christmas show. If, I, if my son was in the NFL... As a starting quarterback getting a
0: chance? You don't think I'd be the guy in the crowd? Uh, like, and beating Tom Brady? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Like, what a moment. I think everybody took that in and said, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. Right? No one's going and to. And I'm a Vato Loco forever, right?
1: Even, Vatos players, uh, even players on the team. Like I saw Bosa after the game was like, you guys see Brock's dad? Yeah. Really like cool. Even
0: the toughest, most macho of men. Oh, yeah. Have nothing to say about that. But if you noticed, everyone in that section, his family, they were all rocking 49ers gear. The Purdy as fam, they should. yeah, the Purdy fam. His dad was rocking a 49ers cap, right? Just sweatshirt sitting on his head, the sweatshirt like Rich is today, all fired up about the game. How easily can you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, you Ramos, you Danny G, you, in the car, at home, at the office? How easily can you change your rooting alliance if you knew somebody in the NFL? Let's say Brock Purdy's friends, Brock Purdy's schoolmates. Are they automatically, because they know this guy, 49ers fans? It's an interesting thought, because
1: take yourself. You're a diehard Yankees fan. Yeah. Pinstripes, like annoyingly Yankees fan. Yeah. If you had a son, and little uh, Steven Cavino, the... No, I'm going
0: to name him uh, Gaston. Uh, Gaston Cavino. No one's cooler than Gaston. If
1: Gaston Cavino, called him Gas for short. I like that, Very Cavino like on that. brand. I like that. Very gassy. <laughs> I like that. If little Gaston Cavino yeah. was drafted by the Red Sox mm-hmm. and got called up, how quickly would you be like, F the pinstripes, go
0: Sox! I wouldn't go do Gaston! It. I'm, I wouldn't do it. Well, I'm sorry. Because I can't change my alliance or allegiance <laughs> to a you team. Are you on drugs? No, I have a, a, a way that I would handle this. I, but I'm not all of a sudden bro, running for the Red Sox. I'm with Covino. I'm a diehard Yankees fan my whole life. You know what this a, more, is how, how you handle I'm
1: a diehard of my kid. If my kid, if little Ben. Well, you're not letting me finish my, my stance. If Ben got drafted by the Philadelphia Phillies
0: as a pitcher, I'd be like, F the Mets, go fills Your whole life boy. since you're since you're, li- since you're a little boy, you've been a Mets fan, and you're just going to jump. That just shows you're you're a, a a bandwagon fan. Of course, your son's involved. I get that, but you're still a Mets fan at heart. So here's my take on it, and we'll take your phone calls to it eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. I want to hear Danny G's side. I'm not going to all of a sudden be a Red Sox fan because my kid's a Red Sox or. You know, a cousin, let's say it's a cousin or just a friend. You sound stupid. <laughs> I root for that person. I just now root for that person. Every time my kid's at bat, every time my kid takes the mound, whatever my kid plays, I'm rooting for my kid, but I'm still a fan of my team. So I've dedicated my you, whole life rooting for one team. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not switching just because I know a guy. And then, if no, you're so old, guy? if you're so fleeting, at what line do you stop? Cousin? Second cousin? A neighbor kid? I,
1: I, I want to slam your head against the table Wait, here.
0: at what point do you not I, jump, I need teams. to wake you
1: up. You need to be visited
0: by the ghost of uh, it, Christmas okay, something. But if you're willing to jump because it's your kid, that's one thing. But where does this stop? Okay, well, you know, where we'll, does take, does it stop? we'll take your phone calls. Third
1: cousin. And feedback next. Live from the tireact.com studio. Happy holidays. Kavino and Rich.
0: L-A-S-I-K.
2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: <laughs>
0: there he is, John Cougar-Bellencamp. Yeah. Here I am in my denim jacket, looking like John Cougar. I'm Steve Cavino. Rich Davis has his 49ers hoodie on, all fired up for the game tonight. Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio. Happy Holidays. CNR on FSR. The number's 877-99 on Fox. At Covino and Rich is where you can hit us up. Got a lot of people hitting us up on the phones at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Yeah,
1: let's, let's keep everyone on hold because I do want to get back to this infuriating conversation about can you root for the team
0: you've hated your whole life if your kid or someone you know is on that team. Someone you know is a major part of this debate. (gasps) Someone you know. So someone you know, I'm going to switch my my whole lifetime of Alliance and Allegiance because of someone I know. I don't think so. I could root for that someone I know, but I'm going to change my squad. Well,
1: I have thoughts. You have thoughts. We're going to battle this out, but first, uh, we do this every Thursday when 50 hits. There's a (laughs) certain...
2: What we gonna do right here is go back Uh, Back into time Throwing it back for a Thursday Old school when 50 hits At 50 after CNR give you the time capsule topic, and we
0: reminisce together. Yeah! Hold on, I'm breakdancing. Wait a second. TBT, 50 hits on the clock. Ramos breaking out the cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Ramos. He's, with his spinning. He's spinning. Danny G got the boombox. Ramos has the cardboard. Yeah. he got a no, strip board. of linoleum, also. Nice. So. When 50 hits on the clock, we throw it back on a Thursday. When 50 hits in life, you start feeling a little old school. We're not there yet. Relax. I'm in no rush. It's Cavino and Rich. And today we discuss WWF. Old school wrestling. Before they lost the lawsuit. Before they were WWE. Well, tell us why, Rich. I know you're a big fan of what happened on this day. Uh, I saw on
1: my social media feed. 35 years ago today. 1987 were the Slammy Awards, which was wrestling's gimmicky, funny, like they gave out awards. It was like a silly show. Hulk Hogan's wearing like a tuxedo t-shirt. So 35 years ago, it got me thinking, best old school
0: wrestling gimmick. Well, 35 years ago was when Vince McMahon performed and they all- Stand back! Yeah, he's doing a really lame Tom Jones sort of performance and Hulk Hogan's on the guitar I think George the Animal Steel's playing the tambourine. <laughs> I, I think uh, JYD is on a sax, saxophone, right? Junkyard so dog. They put on this whole performance. That was at the Slammies 35 years ago. So we figured we'd bring it up today and talk about some old school wrestling. Yeah. I'm going to say best old school gimmicks. Okay. Uh, you got to give me your top few, top couple. Best old school gimmicks. Can I start off with... A fun fact, since you're fun fact boy. Yeah, fun fact boy. Rich is fun fact boy. He loves a little fun facts. We actually had several of these icons on our show throughout the years, right? Because as we said earlier, we've been doing Cavino and Rich now for 18 years. As a show that long. We asked Hulk Hogan himself what the worst gimmick of all time was. Do you remember what he said? I don't. You get out of here. Red Rooster. It was the Red Rooster. Red Rooster Rooster was the worst. He said amongst his peers and amongst everybody in the WWF. They're like, that was the laziest, weakest gimmick of all time.
1: Because Terry Taylor was like a legit wrestler. And Vince McMahon's like, hey, legit dude. Yeah, you're going to do like a Red...
0: Mohawk right. and uh, you're the red uh, Rooster.
1: Sort <laughs> of lame as I be. mean, but you
0: never know what could work, right? And what hits? It's like sometimes the dumbest thing hits. So we ask you, Fox Sports Radio Nation, and again, we will continue our previous conversation and get to your phone calls. But fifty hit. We're talking best gimmicks I, of all time. I'm gonna give you my top three. Okay, I got my top two. I'll, 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 all right, one more. All right, let me see. I, I mean, I know you and I
1: agree on our one of the top ones, so I'll give it to you. Okay, I'm gonna go.
0: Honky Tonk Man. You know it's funny, man. I always like the honky tonk. man. I got my too. long
1: sideburns and my hair <laughs> slicked back, coming to your town in my pink Cadillac. He's the Honky Tonk Man. The, he's the Honky Tonk Man. The fact that he hit people over the head with guitars—he was cool. Cocky's bad. I mean, it was sort of like a corny yet funny gimmick. The fact that and an Elvis impersonator like, was uh, a bad
0: guy. Yeah, but didn't he have like this beef with Jake the Snake though, which really hurt him like in real life? It's funny you should say Missed that. His backup, my number two. The DDT,
1: the best finishing move you would do on your siblings. The Snake, the whole thing. Jake the Snake Roberts, definitely number two on my list. Who was cooler than him? Remember his bad bad guy stage when he's like, trust me. Yes. And then the number one answer. I'm not going to go Hogan. I'm not going Ultimate Warrior. I'm not even going Macho Man. I'm going... The million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase.
0: Oh, That guy,
1: everybody's got a price. All right,
0: so we get to your phone calls. The best old-school WWF gimmicks. We'll get to that next here on Kevin Rich. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville
1: location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location.